And the second reading is from 2 Timothy, the second chapter, chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you've heard from me in the presence of many witnesses entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Share in the suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It's the hardworking farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal. But the word of God is not bound. Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they may also may obtain the salvation that's in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is trustworthy, for if we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we'll also reign with him. If we deny him, he'll also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. This is the word of the Lord. At the entrance to the airport in Bali, in Indonesia, there is a statue of a soldier, a simple soldier. He's not wearing one of those caps that officers wear. He's wearing one of those, they look like a tent. Anybody, what do they call those things? You know what I mean. The kind of cap that ordinary soldiers wear. And there's a statue at the entrance to to the airport in Bali in Indonesia. It's a statue of I, Gusti Ngura Rai. Ngura Rai was a, a freedom fighter for the Indonesians. At the end of World War II, in 1946, the Dutch decided to come back to Indonesia and reclaim the empire that they had, which had been taken away from them by the Japanese. And so in 1946, the the Dutch came back to Indonesia to reclaim that property. But the Indonesians didn't want to be a colony. They wanted to be independent. And so throughout Indonesia, a a counter-revolution, a revolutionary army was was, uh, established. And um, Ngura Rai was sent to Bali to lead the counterinsurgency forces there. <clears throat> Ngura Rai came to, to Bali, and he gathered a small group of men to resist the, the Dutch. And in a, in a decisive battle, Ngura Rai, in the Battle of Tabanan, Ngura Rai and all his men were killed. But the revolution succeeded. And Indonesia was made a a sovereign country. And this statue was put outside the airport. And the airport was named after Ungurarai. It was put out there to remind people of what what their independence had cost. To remind them that their freedom is not free. It cost the lives of these men. And, And the message, the message of the statue of Ungurarai was this. 
Remember. Remember Ngurarai. Remember him. Remember his men. Remember Ngurarai. And we have, we have lots of, of sayings like that. They usually have to do with, with, with defeats. Remember the Alamo. Remember the Maine. Remember the Maine? The ship sunk in, the, in Havana Harbor in the 1890s? Remember Pearl Harbor. Remember 9-11. Each of those things call us to memory, to, to, to remember, remind us what happened so that, that we'll be inspired to, to value the past. Now today in today's second reason we have another one of those. Remember Jesus Christ. Those words were written in 2 Timothy, written to, to young Timothy, young Pastor Timothy, who was serving a church and was having a hard time. Timothy was, was quiet. He was introverted. Timothy was ashamed to witness to Jesus Christ. Timothy was embarrassed by the witness, and he was embarrassed and ashamed of his good friend Paul because Paul was in jail. And we heard last Sunday then in Paul's second letter to Timothy, he said these words, God did not give us, spirit, give us a spirit of cowardice. God did not give us a spirit of timidity. God did not give us a spirit of fear. God gave us a spirit of power. And now Timothy, you must grab onto that spirit of power and witness to Jesus Christ and do your job. Today's reading from 2 Timothy continues that letter. And uh, let's have the first... Now, now, this is a letter. Let's be clear. We're reading someone else's mail. We tend to think, oh, this is the Bible. This is really special. This is a letter. It came in Timothy's mailbox. St. Paul had no idea that what he was writing would wind up in the sacred book of millions and millions of people. It's just a letter. And and the the letters to Timothy show us the the human side of the gospel, the human side of the Bible. And so as I read through this, let's remember, it's a letter. We're reading somebody else's mail. Here's what he writes. So you then, my child, this, is, this shows the close relationship between Paul and Timothy. He calls him my child. Be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Maybe this means that Paul is saying, if you can't witness to Jesus Christ, Give the message and responsibility to people who can. Because it's important that you do that. Next slide. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Is that that encouraging to you? That's the way it is. Share in suffering. And then there are three examples. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. That is to say, Timothy, do your job. You're a Christian soldier, act like a Christian soldier. 
An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. Do your job. Next slide. Third example is the hard-working farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Timothy, think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Next. And then here it is. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering bound with chains as a criminal. There is the challenge to Timothy. Remember. Remember Jesus Christ. Now, if I asked you to remember Jesus Christ, if we took a, a asked everybody, what do you remember about Jesus? There would be all kinds of things. We could have a whole list of things that you remember about Jesus Christ. And of all the things you could remember, St. Paul lifted up one. Risen from the dead. Remember Jesus Christ. Risen from the dead. Muhammad is dead. Buddha is dead. Confucius is dead. Jesus Christ is alive. Remember Jesus Christ. And if Jesus Christ stayed dead, we wouldn't be here. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the most, the single most important event in the history of the world. And if he was not raised from the dead, whatever else he did wouldn't amount to anything. If you don't remember Jesus Christ, then whatever else you remember is worthless. If you don't remember Jesus Christ, then whatever else you remember is worthless. Can somebody say amen to that? Amen. Thank you. If you don't remember Jesus Christ, then whatever else you remember is worthless. Remember Jesus Christ. Remembering is hard. Ever forget where you put your keys? I put my phone down yesterday, I couldn't find it. Someone said, I put my phone down and I call myself up to find my phone. <laughs> that happened to you? Yeah. It's easy to forget a promise, to forget an appointment. It's easy to forget all kinds of things. Remember Jesus Christ. I saw a painting once, uh, maybe you've seen it, it's, it's a picture of a little girl who is sitting on the lap of the risen Christ. Can you, can you see that in your mind's eye now? A little girl, maybe like one of these little girls that we had here. She's sitting on the lap of the risen Christ and she's holding his hand and she's looking at his hand and she asks a profound and simple question. And the question was this. What happened to your hand? What, ha what happened to your hand? 
And we know what happened to his hand, don't we? And it's not a pretty picture. It involves a Roman soldier and a hammer and some nails and a cross. It involves a hammer hitting a nail and the nail going through human flesh and the cry of agony, not once, not twice, but three times. What happened to your hand? And what happened to that hand, those hands, won for us the forgiveness of our sins because in that the Son of God died. We have to remember that. Not just he's raised from the dead, but how he got that way. And he got that way by the nails in his hands and the nails through his feet. Remember Jesus Christ. Now it's easy to remember Jesus Christ in here. Because we all share this wonderful faith in Jesus Christ. It's hard to remember Jesus Christ out there. But as I thought about the, the, the origin of this church, it seems to me, become clear to me, that in the formation of this church, of this wonderful congregation, you did not forget Jesus Christ. You remembered that you were Christians. There was a time, many of you, you, many of you know this, when people were, were lost. Didn't have a church home. Didn't know what the future holds. And I thought the other day, why in the world did you do this? Why did you bother to do this? Why did you just stay home? Why did you just go to some other church? Why did you come together and do all this? Because the Holy Spirit called you. The Holy Spirit reached out to a bunch of people who were lost and wondering what, what's going on in their, in their Christian lives. And he said, come, come together. Come together and make a church. I need a witness in this area. And you did that. Because the foundation of this church is not a human enterprise. It's a divine enterprise. God has called this church into being. He reminded you that you're Christians and you need a place to be. And this is that place. And this is the place where we remember Jesus Christ. We remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead. But out there, it's hard. It's hard to remember Jesus Christ because there are so many distractions out there. So, so when, when can you remember Jesus Christ out there? Well, when you've done something about which you're really ashamed. When you know you've brought dishonor on yourself and upon Jesus Christ. When you really feel guilty. Remember Jesus Christ. 
When you're angry, anybody get angry besides me? When you're angry and you want to say something you know you shouldn't say, remember Jesus Christ. When you're driving along and some nincompoop cuts in front of you, and make, remember Jesus Christ when you're driving. Isn't that a good place to remember Jesus Christ? Because we're so tempted to do all kinds of stupid stuff out there. There's a lot of stupid people out there. Remember Jesus Christ and hold on to yourself. Remember Jesus Christ when you're weak. Because he makes you strong. Remember Jesus Christ when you know you should say a word about Jesus. You know you should give a witness to Jesus, but you're just plumb afraid to do it. Like Timothy. Remember Jesus Christ. And bear your witness. Remember the Alamo? Remember the Maine? Remember Pearl Harbor? Remember 9-11? Important. But most important, remember Jesus Christ. And remember what happened to his hands. I have this plan that when I get to heaven, I'm going to find Jesus Christ and I'm going to shake that hand. And I'm going to say thank you. Amen. Amen.